Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing... How to lose a guy in 10 days. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for drama. Drama, drama, drama. (laughs) Aye, aye, aye. Aye, 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 drama. (laughs) There is so much drama in this film and I love it. Oh my gosh, the amount of deception in this film. It's almost impossible to keep up with it. So this film is about a player who bets his co-workers that he can make a woman fall in love with him in just 10 days. But he bets on the wrong girl, a writer with her own agenda. (laughs) (laughs) I live for this film. It makes me want to go into magazine editing. (laughs) Yeah, they really glamorize it, don't they? I actually heard that Kate Hudson, who plays Andy Anderson in the movie, shadowed Anna Wintour for a day to kind of get a feel of what it's like to work in a magazine. I'm sorry, totally unnecessary. She's not doing the work of a magazine columnist. It's just not the right person to be shadowing. No. I mean, great that she did it. Uh, Drama, drama, drama. Exactly, exactly. I absolutely love this film. I love Kate Hudson. I love Matthew McConaughey so much. I recently fell into a YouTube trap of Matthew McConaughey life speeches. He's really good. Really? Yeah. He's really good at the life advice. He's got a new book out. This is not fun, (laughs) but I really want to read it. Okay, PR person. I know. Matthew, call me. (laughs) He is really hot in this film. I fancy him so so much yeah all right all right all right all right all right all right i mean one of his first scenes is him just being topless in his office so unnecessary but donald petrie thank you for including that we thank you we thank your children and your grandchildren (laughs) no he looked great such a good body i've never really thought of him as kind of like a sex icon do you know what i would do anything to go to a knicks game with him I'd love to go to a basketball game with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. No, but he wouldn't pay you any attention. Yeah, he would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> Kate Hudson, as you mentioned, plays Andy Anderson. Did you know she was 23 when she was in this film? What? I know, but I feel like she's definitely playing someone older than 23, right? She looks so stunning, but she looks older than 23. Yeah, she's just like, she carries herself really well. I think she's just quite mature for her age. Like dressed in kind of like business attire. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We've got Matthew McConaughey as Benny Boo Boo. (laughs) Benny Boo Boo Boo. 
drama, drama. <laughs> he was 33. He was a whole decade older than her. So it is a bit weird when you think about it. But again, she looks older. So yeah. it's fine. We have Catherine Hahn as unlucky in love, Michelle. Oh. I bloody love Catherine Hahn. She okay. is an absolute gem. This film was her first ever role really her first of a film role <gasps> yeah she plays the sad i lost my boyfriend girl so well yeah she's so sweet yeah the sappy bird friend and you know what not everyone can pull off a green cashmere cardigan <laughs> but Catherine Hahn, she somehow manages yes we love her for it <laughs> yeah we've also got adam goldberg in this film yeah he plays tony one of the advertising guys like one of benny Bill's best friends yeah i love adam goldberg and i'm also a massive fan of the goldbergs which is on channel four <gasps> is that him yeah <gasps> adam goldberg shut up i find that show so funny oh my god because i was gonna say i mean he plays chandler's roommate in friends for like three episodes and that's it i was like where's he now he created the goldberg yeah that's based on his family he's a filmmaker that's why he's in the industry he's always loved filming oh my god (laughs) emily sanford you've blown my mind and we're what like three minutes into the podcast We've also got Thomas Lennon. He plays the other advertising guy, Thea. We've got Annie Paris, who plays Jeannie, Andy Anderson's friend at Composure. She's lovely. She's so, so great. And then we've got Robert Klein, who plays Philip Warren. He's like the marketing exec who's like, if you can make a woman fall in love with you in 10 days, then you'll get the Delauer account. Which is insane. Like no actual businessman would let a bet determine an actual business decision. What I just loved uh, seeing in the credits is a lovely lady called Michael Michelle playing Spears. And yeah. Emily and I know a real Michael Michelle. But it's a guy. It's Michael a guy. Michelle. I love Michael Michelle. <laughs> the guy or the girl? The guy. The guy. He's, He's so nice. <laughs> He is so nice. He's one of those people. If he listens to this, he's going to be like, what? I haven't seen you in 50 years. Um, He is so nice. Yeah. Really like Michael Michelle. And I like that his name is Michael Michelle. Michael Michelle. What a great name. Yeah. But apparently it's also a woman's name. And she plays Spears, Mm -hmm. who is kind of Matthew McConaughey's... Rival. Rival. Yeah. Business rival. she's fabulous. I love those two women. They're like, hold the broom, you know, enchanté. (laughs) I love it. Is it... Judy and Judy. Are they Judy Spears and Judy Green? Yes. Yeah. So an actress called Shalom Harlow plays. Yes. Judy Green. Best name ever. Shalom. Shalom, my friend. Shalom, my (laughs) friend. Shalom. Shalom. I love a hymn. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, I also love the advertising campaign that they end up with. I do like that. Frost yourself. Really? Yeah. I think it's shit. What? What would you have done? Anything else. (laughs) anything but go frost yourself frost yourself frost you oh literally get shouted out from like outside on the new york street but i mean look it's advertised at women so if you're into it then i'm into it okay except i'm not (laughs) why am i lying to myself (laughs) basically cartier never do this yeah i still don't really understand what ben's ability to get a girl to fall in love with him has to do with his like proficiency at his job 
Judy and Judy are like, you know nothing about women. Yeah. Women want this. And he's like, I know women. So they're like, okay, then yeah. make someone fall in love with you. But like, even the first pitch that he does for the diamond, he's like, you know, diamonds are for everyone. That's terrible. <laughs> like, no. And then, and then Judy's like, immediately like, no, they're not. That means that they're like everywhere. They don't have any value. Diamonds are for everyone. <laughs> Awful. Awful. And then Andy as well. Like, I just feel like the whole time she's like, I'm not like other girls. I'm a cool girl. You know, like I like basketball or I chew sandwiches with my mouth open. I don't know. I'm jealous. <laughs> I mean, she has an amazing life. Yeah, she does. And like. She's like blow dry goals. So yeah, I'm looking forward to discussing this film. And then we can find out, do blondes really have more fun? <laughs> First up, we've got best supporting character, and I think we need to dedicate some time to hashtag poor Michelle, <laughs> the original poor Michelle. Aww. She deserves so much better. She does. I mean, as we mentioned, she kind of plays Andy's sappy, unlucky in love friend who just can't really catch a break. Yeah, at the beginning of the scene, Michelle has broken up with Mike, who she's been with for a week. <sighs> Um, Can you imagine? I know. It was the best week of my life. <laughs> so cute. I mean, I would love to have friends in the magazine industry if every time I broke up with a guy, my friends are like, quick, run to her house, bring her samples. Yes. Great. And a cashmere cardigan. Yeah, right. Lovely. I know. So I actually have an issue with that scene. Oh. Not in a bad way. Don't worry. Andy goes to her- Michelle's house because they have a meeting with their boss at 9 30 so andy's got 30 minutes to travel to michelle's house give her a pep talk get her dressed looking presentable travel back to the office and they do it in time to get a coffee outside the office and then going in like what does michelle live on like she lives in the office in the office I mean, there's no other way. It's Midtown in Manhattan. Like, no one lives in Midtown. And they both look so, like, blow-dried and nice. I cannot comprehend that. But, look, if Michelle's got one good thing going for her, let it be. She's got a house that's really close to the office. (laughs) I also love when she plays the couple's therapist as well. Oh, she's so so good good. at that. So tell me, how long have you guys been seeing each other? (laughs) Seven days? Seven days. Interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's so good. Those big glasses. She's amazing. Yeah, where did she get those glasses from? <laughs> also, go to work. <laughs> this is a working day. No. I mean, Andy's whole idea for the column comes from exploiting Michelle. Like, if that was your friend, wouldn't you be so annoyed? Can you not use my life as inspiration for your career? <laughs> Ugh. She could have just, like, saved herself the hassle and been like, okay, I'm going to do a guide on... How to get fired in 10 days and just made Michelle stay at home. (laughs) And keep the cashmere for yourself. (laughs) When the rent's low, sell it. (laughs) Exactly. That is what Depop is for. (laughs) Or Vintage. I don't know what's better. I don't know. I don't don't know. know. The other characters I really like are the women who are staring at Ben when he's taking off his shirt. Yes. Um, And they're like making the coffee like, those like, women are us. A hundred percent. 
Like I resonate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I do this at the gym. My boyfriend does not listen to this podcast. So I can talk freely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm, I was at a gym class this morning. It's all like lifting weights, but you're all facing the mirror and kind of diagonally from me, there's this like really hot guy. And I feel like I'm being so slick by instead of, you know, looking at myself in the mirror, I'm shifting my eyes slightly just to look at him. And because like my eyesight long distance vision isn't that great, it's a little bit blurry i thought well you know it's fine because no one knows that i'm actually looking at him forgetting that like people have normal eyesight and can obviously see me staring at him for like 45 <laughs> minutes so i do have experience in this area and i really resonate with those coffee drinkers in yeah. quotation marks oh just staring at ben i'll be getting coffee every day oh it's cappuccino o'clock yeah <laughs> literally margaret you've been up six times she's got the shakes <laughs> i hope you like a shaky lady <laughs> what? having said this i do like the boss i'm gonna save some things for best quotes mm. but i like the scene when we're introduced to her and she's like okay everybody shoes off and breathe <laughs> that is a nice boss that is a nice way to start a meeting yeah you know what though I would be one of those people terrified that one, when I take my shoes off, my feet stink. I mean, they don't. Like, I I don't think they do. But I would absolutely be bringing in a clean pair of socks specifically for that meeting. I know. And also, you've got to make sure you have a pedicure all the time. <gasps> oh, wow. That's commitment. Yeah, 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 I know. Manicure v pedicure. Like, you can get a manicure and that can, what, last a week or something? Mm -hmm. And you have a pedicure, it can last, like, six years. Nail varnish is normal nail varnish doesn't typically chip off your toes that much, but on your hands. Because you're just using them so much more. Yeah, if you don't have shellac on, you're like having to paint over all the uh, time. So just stick to the same colour to save myself the hassle. So I'm like, yeah. just a little bit here on the little chippies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the chips are down. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got sleepless in seattle guy but he's actually on um imdbs sensitive movie goer <laughs> oh that's nicer than what i wrote down i wrote big sweaty guy at movies <laughs> well i hope he doesn't listen to this Hagrid in a vest yeah. <laughs> yes right he is meg ryan's biggest fan oh obviously my. yeah now i'm gonna go back inside and finish watching sleepless in seattle nobody screw with me <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was a big reaction to punch Matthew McConaughey across the face. I know. It's a, it's a lot. But we've all been there when someone's been like chatting or, uh, God forbid, using their phones and not turning the brightness down. I love kids, but don't bring them if they're going to be loud. Yeah. I'm running around the seats. Mm -hmm. Then we have another underrated character, which is Kroll, the little dog who we also like to call Tinkle King. Oh. <laughs> that poor dog because obviously the dog was bought as like almost a prank it was a reason for ben to break up with angie uh, who's angie <laughs> oh i obviously watched like the fake version did you download that film illegally to watch it i told you it was on netflix <laughs> oops <laughs> let me try that again mm. andy bought that dog as a kind of prank because you know look at this horrible dog it's peeing everywhere and it's like it's a bit of a ratty dog yeah What's going to happen to that dog now? A dog is for life, not just for Christmas. <laughs> and not just for 10 days. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what happens to him in the end. I'm assuming because Andy and Ben get together, they keep the dog. I hope so. Or it's on the side of that bridge still. Like they just left it. Like yeah. With the taxi driver like, are you going to come and pick up your dog or not? <laughs> Which obviously leads on to him. I really think that he's such a good character. Hey, lady, what do you want to do? 
I he, have a New York accent. I only drink coffee. Coffee. And bagels. Coffee for a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I just got a text message. We banned from New York. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, Andy and Ben were really wasting that cab driver's time. So mm. he's got a point. Yeah, I keep the meter running. Yeah, man. Double time. <laughs> Another good character is Benny Boo Boo Boo's mom, um, Glenda. Oh, Glenda. She's played by Celia Weston. She always plays like a mom character. And she's really good at that Texas accent. Yeah. Now, Andy, I hope you know that we expect you to come back here because you have held Ben to his lowest bullshit score since his tonsillectomy, and we are thrilled. One of the girlfriends, you were the first girl he ever brought home. Don't you break his heart now. Cute. That is really cute. And obviously Andy suddenly like, like really catches feelings. She's feeling like really bad. The only family member who should also be in best sporting character is Uncle Arnold. <gasps> you mean with intestinal complications. <laughs> he <Yeah>. farts. <laughs> <laughs> that Uncle Arnold. He falls asleep where he's sitting. A man mm. after my own heart. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically that person already. Yeah. <laughs> but without the intestinal complications, I should probably preface that. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> right. So let's go on to best supporting character. So I think we're we're in agreement and that has to be Princess Sophia. <laughs> Benny Boo Boo Stick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. What a name. Wow. I mean, that would shoot any guy's manhood. Princess Sophia. She really was doing everything to get rid of him. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. But also, you know, just like be comfortable in your own masculinity. Like a name doesn't mean anything. But that was so funny. I love that scene so much because she calls his Wang, Princess Sophia, and she's trying to like undo his trousers. And she's like, little big, little big. I don't know. We will find out. <laughs> and it's so just the way she says it is so cute. I wonder if Princess Sophia was an improvisation because apparently Donald Petrie really let Kate Hudson improvise on set and like come up with little quirks and things so Princess Sophia could have just come off the top of her head I wonder if there's a real Princess Sophia somewhere in the world who are Kate Hudson's ex-boyfriends let me find out Kate Hudson (laughs) ex-boyfriend these are all people who could potentially be the real life Princess Sophia oh my god Diplo Nick Jonas Matthew Bellamy Alex Rodriguez, Adam Scott, Lance Armstrong, or Heath Ledger. <gasps> well, we're just going to have to take a look at everyone and see who's the real Princess Sophia. And the real Princess Sophia, please stand up. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going on to most iconic outfit. One of the first outfits we see is Michelle's like a nighty. I'm sorry. Has she transported from colonial times? <laughs> is she like churning butter before Andy turns up? <laughs> Mike wants a slip dress. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is why he left you. Uh huh. He's after a camisole kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Starts at the neck, frilly kind of detailing on the front, long sleeves, and then the kind of gown goes all the way to the floor. I mean, you know, comfortable because it's loose. Yeah, but. God, it's unflattering. Yeah. She's really not helping herself. I think we've obviously got to talk about Ben's stripy blue shirt when he's taken off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what? I didn't even realise he was wearing a shirt. Oh. <laughs> well, it's the one he's putting on for the meeting. Yes. In the office. It's the showstopper. Yeah. It's a classic. Mm. Yeah. I think he looks very dapper in it. I also love a guy that can kind of dress up and dress down. Yes. And when he's at the Knicks game. Defence, defence, <laughs> defence. I've always wanted to go to a game just... Just to shout that. Yes. Not know any rules, but just shout defense. And they're like, what? what? This is tennis. <laughs> right. You're banned from Wimbledon. I'll send you your strawberries in the post. <laughs> right. <Aww. laughs> but yeah, Ben and Andy are kind of wearing matching Knicks jerseys. Yes. Which is really cute. Couple goals, man. Love it. And speaking of matching, I mean, they love a theme. Andy buys Ben a Burberry shirt, which matches her Burberry neckerchief that she wears with a kind of like nude polo top. Krull, the dog, has a Burberry jacket as well. If it wasn't so embarrassing, it would kind of be cute. <laughs> we spoke about this on our Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen episode how Burberry was having such a moment mm -hmm. in the early noughties and then kind of derailed a little bit by like chav culture yeah like the print itself not like the quality or like no. you know, the nice stuff but yeah when it was just overused on everything yeah yeah that was sad that was a great look the Burberry oh my god definitely Ben actually gives Andy it's not really a gift it's for safety <laughs> he gives her um a little bike helmet when they're leaving the bar yeah. to go to the restaurant like on the first night they meet she's like oh oh it looks so goofy in this hat or something yeah but you know she's trying to be cute about it but really she's like am i really about to climb a motorbike i'm wearing a dress like what am i doing like, also like we've, we've been drinking this evening yeah hmm. <sighs> drama 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 <laughs> <God>. <laughs> we are treated 
to a fashionista quite late in the film in the form of Mrs. DeLauer. Isn't she the human version of Woody the Woodpecker? (laughs) 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 I love that show. Bring that back. Bring it back, man. (laughs) Yeah, truly. She is wearing a red feathered wig Mm. long red dress she's got red nails she's got a diamond necklace and earrings yeah she is the complete package and she really reminded me there's this old woman in new york her name is elizabeth sweetheart i'm sure you would have seen a picture of her she lives in brooklyn she's about 80 now yeah she's known as the green lady of carol gardens Because for the past 25 years, she has dressed head to toe in bright lime green. And she's even dyed her hair to match. Oh, I love a theme, but she really took it to the next level, as has Mrs. DeLauer. Maybe Elizabeth Sweetheart can borrow that green cashmere sweater from um, Michelle. Unstoppable. Now, obviously, this film centers around a fashion magazine. So there is lots of amazing outfits and we could go on and on and on and on. We do have to award most iconic outfit to, and this needs a moment because it's such a beautiful outfit, Andy's yellow silk dress. It's gorgeous. Oh, my God. So gorgeous. Every time I watch this film, I find myself Googling yellow dress. <laughs> yeah. Like pastel yellow dress. Yellow is a really hard colour to pull off. Mm-hmm. If you've got light hair, you look good in yellow. If you've got dark hair, you look good in orange. Oh. That's kind of like a rule. Hmm, I should work for composure. <laughs> Well, I hear they need a new how-to girl, so... Oh, true. Yeah, there's an opening. <laughs> but no, it's a gorgeous gown. Apparently it was designed by Carolina Herrera. And he's also wearing a Harry Winston diamond wreath necklace with an 84-carat yellow diamond pendant. Oh. And apparently it's valued at $5.2 million. So beautiful. Imagine being that rich that you can afford a £5.2 million necklace. Is this awful? But if I looked at that necklace, you know, if someone said to me, it's like a £500 necklace, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, so you're just walking around, only you know it, or the people who know know. Do you know what I mean? The majority is just like... Unless you have the price tag still attached to it, it's not worth it. It really isn't. But what amazed me is that all the jewellery at that end party... It's real diamonds, but they could have easily just gone with like costume jewelry because hello, it's a film, but they, they really went for the authenticity. Delauer. They got that Delauer money, honey. Mm-hmm. Kate Hudson, if you've still got that dress and you ever want to get rid of it, you know what to do. Send it to me, Emily, 51, Saint. Okay, so now we're going to do best musical moment. One that I have such nostalgia for is Kiss Me, which I feel like just used to play on Magic FM all the time. (laughs) And like, you know, whenever my parents would drive, like it would come up. I looked up the band or the artist that sings this. They're called Sixpence None the Richer. Sixpence. Sixpence, (laughs) sir. Oh, and that happens when they're at the next game. Yes. And then they're on the The Jumbotron. Oh yes, the kiss cam. And it's such a sweet moment. Yeah. That is nice. That's just before Andy decides to turn batshit crazy. (laughs) Uh, The plan commences. (laughs) Another one that's kind of like slow jam 
vibe yeah. is Al Green, Let's Stay Together. I'm so in love with you. Ooh, <laughs> so good. And so she's playing that when she's like trying to coax him into bed. Yes. And she's like, come on. And yeah. he's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. You can sit up here with me yeah. and have a bottle of beer. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I was thinking that be, if someone offered me a beer, I'd be so annoyed. Like, <laughs> do you have anything nice? <laughs> He probably wasn't expecting her to come back. Yeah, no, true. He lives in such a guy apartment. Dark, brick, leather. <laughs> like, we get it. You're a man. I know. Like, okay. To be honest, the other musical bit that I like in that scene is when they get there and he puts on Nelly. It's yes! getting hot in here. And then he's like, oh, wait, that's like not. Yeah, too it's sexy. Not a, yeah, it's not a one night stand. Like, yeah. we're not going to have that. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that song. Getting hot in here. So take up all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I'm going to take my clothes off. Oh, so fun. When I does song lo- stop being fun? I know. I love <laughs> Nelly songs. Classic. Yeah. There's that really funny meme that's flying around, like the Nelly and Kelly dilemma. Oh, and my it's God. Like, Kelly's upset that she never got a text back from <laughs> Nelly. And, like, it's a screenshot of her on her phone, but she's texting into Microsoft Excel. Yes. <laughs> no wonder you're not getting a response. You filled cell A1. <laughs> What, what do you think is going to happen? Classic. Classy. Yeah. But the song that I think we should award best musical moment is actually one that kind of comes up a couple times in the film. It almost becomes a bit of a motif. It's You're So Vain by Carly Simon. <gasps> oh my goodness. And this first comes up when Andy is in like crazy mode and she's replaced all of Ben's CDs in his very flashy early naughty stereo mm. with like kind of female alternative singers yeah his uh, medicine cabinet is like full <laughs> of like vagisil tampons yeah. nail varnish you name it yeah. and then she's put like doilies on the tables yeah. and like pink fluffy covers and on the toilet and bath mat and yeah he's just sort of like oh i just want to say this i absolutely hate knickknacks <laughs> no <laughs> I'm so minimalist. That's the Scandi in you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just clean and nice. Just own good quality stuff and don't have lots of stuff. I love them singing You're So Vain. Yeah. But it is the way she kind of changed the lyrics because she's really trying her hardest to make him not want to date her anymore. Yeah. And all the girls dream that they'd be Ben's partner. They'd be Ben's partner. (laughs) You're so vain. And then the song comes back right at the end at the party when she's found out that from Ben's side, he's kind of just running this bet Mm. that he can get a girl to fall in love with him. And she's just trying to embarrass him by saying like, look, Ben wants to sing karaoke in front of everyone. And then he's not having any of it. He's like, well, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. So he's like, it's actually a duet. And they start singing You're So Vain again, but this time very angrily to Mm -hmm. each other. You're a liar and a cheater and blah, blah. Yeah. After, you know, everything that she's discovered, she's most annoyed that he's getting the lyrics slightly wrong. She's like correcting him mid-lyric, which I love. (laughs) But yeah, it's a weird song choice for this moment. Mm. But... Mr. Lauer loves it. They love it. No, everyone's kind of enjoying it. Mm. Even though like they're clearly having an argument through song. I love this song. And I think we can listen to it next time we're walking on to a yard. (laughs) 
Okay, next up is best quotes. And I know we kind of mentioned Krull the Warrior King Mm -hmm. (laughs) earlier. I just loved when Andy says to Ben, does Krull the Warrior King want to come out and play? And Ben says, you know what? (laughs) Due to intense humiliation, the king has momentarily abdicated his throne. (laughs) Fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. So Lana, the boss, there's two things that she says that I think is really funny. The first one is when Michelle says, I haven't eaten anything since the split. Good for you. (laughs) She's so Yeah, she's ruthless. I mean, early noughties diet culture. It was a different time. We can't, we can't go there. No, 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 no. And then there's the other moment the meeting's finished and she's walking down the stairs and she's like, who's that chic Buddhist? Richard Gere is always cavorting with the Dalai Lama. He's fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to be such a powerful person in media that I could just call the Dalai Lama. Yo, Dalai. (laughs) (laughs) Was good. Was good. Got any llamas? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. So offensive. But yeah. anyway, I love when Michelle says to Lana, I can't use my personal life for a story. And Lana goes, I understand completely. Who will use Michelle's personal life for a story? <laughs> Look, she can get to being a boss by doing nothing. Like, yeah. And caring about people's feelings. Yeah. No. Get that commercial money. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the scene with Michelle, Jeannie and Andy Mm. and Michelle and Jeannie are like, you're never going to pull this off sort Mm. of thing. And Andy's like, no, I'm going to limit myself to doing everything girls do wrong in relationships. Basically, everything we know guys hate. I'll be clingy, needy, be touchy feely. Yeah. Ooh, call him in the middle of the night and tell him everything you ate that day. What's wrong with that? Kidding. <laughs> Michelle is not kidding. No. She that's definitely something she did. A Michelle move. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> As he's speaking of fat, there's a scene when Andy says she can't have the lamb. You know, like Mary had a little lamb. And she won't eat what Ben's made her. Yeah. Like gorgeous dinner. Yeah. I love lamb. Sorry, that scene is so confusing because on their first date, she ate lobster and yet she's saying, Oh now I'm a vegetarian. Huh? Weird, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't not think of that. Maybe she's just, you know, pescatarian, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Interesting. You're not a vegan if you eat avocados. Really? Apparently. Huh? I don't know. Like cause bees pollinate them or something. Oh. Oh wow. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> for you <laughs> um yeah they're in the restaurant and like he's eating like really awful tofu yeah and andy has got like a mouthful of food and she's like my boyfriend thinks i'm fat and i can't eat in front of him i can't eat in front of you i have to go to the bathroom and then the waitress is like oh, what and ben's like honey i don't think you're fat i don't think she's fat <laughs> Hey. She is unhinged. Also, God, that restaurant looked awful. I know. That is what people thought vegetarian restaurants were in the noughties, I feel like. I feel like they've come such a long way. Like, oh yeah, you eat grass and like raw bulgur wheat. And that's it with no flavour. Yeah, like wet, cold tofu. No, absolutely not. We have come a long way. I feel like Linda McCartney really paved the way for... um, (laughs) Linda McCartney. 
veggie sausages. Don't you think? Veggie sausages. Yeah. Because they used to be, I mean, like hers tastes like cardboard. But now, oh my God, the Richmond no meat sausages. This is not an ad, but oh my God, they are incredible. Really? Honestly, incredible. Because <gasps> like sausages can be quite fatty. Yeah. But the non-meat one, it's like some right. soy protein or something. My problem with some vegan food though is even though it's like, oh, this should be healthier because it's plant-based. Mm. There's so much like additives put in the food to compensate. And then oh. it's like, that is bad for you. It's Yeah, it's like equally it's bad. So if yeah. you're going to be vegan, you just got to be eating clean. Yeah, basically. that's the thing. It's like Oreos are vegan, but mm. is that healthy? No. No, Zamthangum is not healthy. What? What is that? It's what? like a preservative. Say it again. Xanthan gum. Oh my God. I thought you were just making noises. Xanthan <laughs> <Sorry>. gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've told okay. you guys I'm Norwegian and that's how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the film. <laughs> She's doing everything to kind of like get rid of Ben when they're doing like the poker night. And yes. the guys are kind of like, is she on something? And Ben's like, God, I hope so. And she's like, are you saying I'm some kind of mental person? And she like flips all the vegetables. Yes. <laughs> like that raw broccoli and carrots goes everywhere. The, and that was an improv by Kate Hudson. Really? Yeah, the other actors had no idea that she was going to flip the veg. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the, um, come on, blow. Nobody likes a Mr. Sniffles. Yeah, uh, I hate Mr. Sniffles. That's Tony, Adam Goldberg, our oh fave. And then obviously there's just that line, which is such a burn. It's when um, Ben's like, you wanted to lose a guy in 10 days. Congratulations. You did it. You just lost him. No, I didn't, Ben, because you can't lose something you never had. <gasps> oh, oh my God. Forget that baby fern. She should have got him an aloe vera plant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because of fern. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the world knows. <laughs> yeah, that, that hurt. That yeah. hurt. But obviously we can only award best quotes to one quote. And mm. I feel like we're in agreement. Yeah. It's from an amazing supporting character, Laurie, mm-hmm. who works at Composure magazine. And it's when they are pitching ideas in their 930 meeting. And Lana says, okay, Laurie, let's start with you. Well, the Botox for Beginners piece is done. Now, it's a little scary, but mostly upbeat. Now I'm on what your gyno won't tell you, which is also pretty scary. But, you know, upbeat. I finished my research on deadly pedicures about that woman who contracted that fungus from unsterilized tools. Yeah, it's a terrible story. Although, surprisingly, upbeat. (laughs) So good. Oh my god. She is, I love that. A beat. A beat. Yeah. We all know someone in the workplace who is like that. Yeah. Anyway, should we go on to Can We Discuss? Which will be serious, but also a beat. <laughs> okay, so now we're on to Can We Discuss? And something I want to discuss and could write a whole magazine article about... <laughs> Is when Andy orders the small Coke, no ice, at the Knicks game. Yes. When you're ordering McDonald's, Burger King, anywhere you're going, ordering without ice is so smart because it's coming from a tap anyway, which is chilled. The Coke coming from the machine is cold anyway. It's already cold. You don't need ice. When Mm. they fill it with ice, they're putting less in your cup. Wow. So whenever you're in a restaurant, whenever you're ordering, 
that's the hack. And also, when you're in Starbucks, the medium fits into a large. There's no difference. So <gasps> always just order the medium. How does that work? Actually, I'm not even going to try and understand science. If you pour the medium into a large cup, it's like barely any gap from the top. Wow. Yeah. So always go for medium because then you're just being charged 60p for like a thimble. Yeah. Of latte. <laughs> Right. I mm-hmm. love see, don't say you don't learn anything from listening to this podcast, guys. What I wanted to talk about was the scene at the bar mm-hmm. where Andy is on the prowl to find a guy, or should I say a victim, mm-hmm. really, to get for her column experiment. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ben is having a meeting with his boss and the Judies. That bar was packed with people and also people were smoking in that bar did you see mm. just ugh could you imagine gross literally i actually hate queuing when you're in that bundle and yeah. you're just like come on and then there's one annoying woman who's serving who hates all the other women standing at the bar <laughs> and she just wants to serve the guys yeah. and you're like come on come on and, and it's like when you get to the front it's like oh okay everyone already has drinks well why don't you move the fuck away so i can get so- <laughs> uh, exactly move! like don't move! stand in the bar when you've got your drink and also there's another moment in that scene that we should discuss like obviously they've both got an agenda andy mm-hmm. and ben but like imagine if dating was that easy and attached currently likewise surprising psycho <laughs> rarely interested perhaps hungry starving leaving now what? Boom. <laughs> 10 seconds. Done. God, no awkward small talk. On Hinge, any guys listening, well, anyone listening to this, you're going to have so much response if you literally just send the martini glass emoji with a question, question mark. mark. Yeah. Yeah. Done and dusted. I don't want to know all the small talk, you know? Yeah. I don't want to learn about the dog in your picture. I don't need to know what you do for work. I mean, yeah. at some point, maybe, but like... We get it. You went hiking once. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had a gap year? Okay, so did like a 10 trillion people. <laughs> like, save the conversation for when you're mm-hmm. actually with them having a drink. Exactly. Yeah. Don't that's... waste my time. No yeah. one wants a pen pal. No. No, no, no. Drama, drama, drama. Drama, drama, drama. <laughs> also, why are they having a business meeting at a really loud bar at like, what, 8 p.m.? have it in the office you came from there is that delour money they're just like yeah yeah go out for drinks and i don't know insane it is mad just sit you probably sit next to each other like i don't know the next day the guys are like do you think there's something like unethical about going through a woman's purse Mm. and andy's done this strategically so he finds the next ticket yes ben calls andy's purse the source of all women's powers is that a thing like, would you feel weird about someone looking in your purse? Like, what what's in your purse? Okay, like, I can look in my purse now. There is my purse, as in my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my phone. Uh-huh. I've got an, an Other Stories hand cream. Ooh. Punk bouquet. It's a very nice scent. Oh, wow. Um, then I've got two lipsticks. I've got a Vaseline rose tinted. Oh, yeah. I've got my headphones. Yeah. And essential. I've got some crystals. I'm that girl. I'm sorry. You're a crystals girl? Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's nothing embarrassing in that. No. I don't know what a guy would get from that. You might just be like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Great. Just take your card details and leave. Jokes <laughs> huh? <laughs> on you. I don't have any money. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, that was bizarre. I feel like that is like a bit of a weird kind of gender stereotype Mm. that just stays in the noughties well that's why there's a menopause revolution right now (laughs) 
<laughs> the last thing that I really wanted to discuss was when Andy is having the lobster with Ben in the restaurant. He's like, oh, what do you write about shoes? Hey, listen, Sparky, I have a master's in journalism from Columbia. My boss loves me. And if I do it her way for a while, I can write about whatever I want. And that's when he's like, like shoes, like master's degrees. Are they necessary? Because maybe for certain subjects, but I feel like back in the day, well, like our parents sort of generation, yeah. they could just walk into an office and be like, hey, I need a job. And they're like, great, you're hired. You want to see my <laughs> yeah. CV? Nope, you start tomorrow. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, okay, you have a master's, you've got a PhD, your CV is popping. Yeah. You've been doing work experience since you were four. Yeah. <laughs> you're 29 and they want 29 years worth of experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's just no point. You're it, still not getting the job. Yeah. So. I feel like masters are great when people are doing a subject that they didn't do an undergrad in. Mm-hmm. Or it's like slightly different. Because I feel like it's bringing something new to the table. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I could go back to education. Like I'm done. I've learned all I can. <laughs> I cannot believe how many years of education we've gone through. But it's done and dusted. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention was how abruptly the film ends. So they realise that they do have feelings for each other, but Andy's quit her job at Composure. She's on her way to a job interview in DC and Ben is on like a wild motorcycle chase to try and track her cab down and tell her mm. how he feels. Ben is literally like, don't follow your dreams. The end. Literally. He doesn't go with her to DC. No. He's like, you can get a job here. She's like, okay. And they hug and she gets out the taxi and literally the film ends. Like the credits roll. Like, but what happened next? I need to do a... A sequel? A how to keep a guy in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next year will be 20 years. Is that not disgusting? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, the film's over. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hey, lady, what you gonna do? <laughs> He's still waiting there. He's like, come on, guys. Yeah. It's been 20 years. But hey, the film was actually two hours long, so I think I was kind of ready for it to be done. <laughs> no. I love this film. I could watch it on repeat like a million times in a row. Well, if that's the case, then maybe we should play some trivia and see how yes. well you know it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. Trivia. Question one. Can you tell me two examples of articles that Andy has written that we see in the opening credits? How to get a raise? No. How to get slimmer legs? I'll give you that. How to get a better bod in five days. How to get yourself out of a parking ticket. Yes! Nobody likes a Mr. Sniffles. The other one was how to feng shui your apartment. Mm. Oh, I need that article. I know. We'll <laughs> screenshot it. And yeah, okay, it. cool. <laughs> How many white roses does Ben send to Andy? 100. Nobody likes a Mr. Sniffles. You're 100 times more beautiful than 100 roses. What a line. If I started an office job and a guy sent me 100 roses, I'd be like, hmm, I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. Revel in it. Yeah, I mean, that's such like a, a moment. But could you imagine the practicality of carrying 100 roses back with you on the commute home? <laughs> in the vases. Yeah. So heavy. So heavy. Here's my second question to you. According to Judy Spears, mm. what does a woman in lust want chocolate yes nobody likes a mr sniffles a woman in love wants diamonds woman last wants chocolate Chocolate. and when i watched the film i was like 
you know what? I could really do with some chocolate right now. <laughs> I am a woman in lust. <laughs> Every time I have chocolate now, I will say that. Oh, I want diamonds. I want dime. <gasps> it's the perfect compromise. <laughs> yes, let's go to Ikea right now. Okay, my next question for you. Where was the next game? Madison Square Garden? Yes. Nobody likes the Mr. Sniffles. Where else? I know. <laughs> Can you tell me the country that Andy originally writes a report on? Tajikistan? Yes! Nobody likes the Mr. Sniffles. Woohoo! Your favourite holiday destination. <laughs> no. And only them will the people of Tajikistan know true and lasting peace. <laughs> That's so good, Andy. <laughs> They'll never publish it. Yeah, no shit. You work at Composure magazine. Yeah. What was she thinking? I don't know. Okay, my next question for you. Andy has always loved a man like who? George Clooney. Our love fern! It's dead. Uh-uh. It's Tom Hanks. Oh. You should know this Polar Express boy. No! <laughs> Tom, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Tom Hanks. You got mail and sleepless in Seattle great films goes Mm. wait meg ryan's in both of them as well yeah that's so weird i know and my other favorite film is when harry met sally and she's obviously in that as well so basically i love a meg ryan film yes she looks kind of like my mom oh what's she up to now um don't know no your mom oh (laughs) (laughs) she is sleeping in seattle (laughs) Um, wait it's like 2 p.m there what (laughs) Fine, she's writing an email. (laughs) My next question to you. Do you know what breed of dog Kroll is? A Chinese Mastiff? No, Chinese short hair. I love Fern. It's dead. You're so close. It's a Chinese Crested. Oh. Which I don't know what that means. I don't want to shade dogs, okay? (laughs) But You body shaming a dog. No. You know when people like, you look like your dog, Mm. you know, this is a rule. Everyone chooses a dog. It looks like them. Yeah. Why would you pick, this is mean to the Chinese crested, but why would you get a Chinese crested when you could be a golden retriever? Yeah. It's just not furry. That's it for me. Like it's almost like a hairless dog. I appreciate it for its derpiness. Like, yeah, you know, it would probably brighten my day because I just think it was so cute and funny. But I wouldn't want people to think like I look like that dog. Yes. You know? Yeah, I'm with you on that. Hopefully no listeners have a Chinese crested dog. No. (laughs) Right. How many voicemails does Andy leave Ben? You know, like it's in the scene. She's made like the family album book. Yes. She's doing everything to get rid of him. I'm going to say 17. Yes. Nobody likes the Mr. Sniffles. Great. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hello, Benny Boo Boo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then she walks in while he's still listening to them. Like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. No escape. <laughs> okay. My last question to you. What does Mrs. DeLauer ask Ben to order her at the bar? Is it a um, whiskey on the rock? I'll give you that. Nobody likes the Mr. Sniffles. A whiskey sour. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking rocks, you know, like diamonds. Oh, yeah. Mm. Frosted glass, of course. Yeah, exactly. Frosted rim. Mm. Okay, my final one to you. There's a scene where Ben thinks he's going to a Knicks game, but really, Andy takes him to a what? Celine Dion concert. Nobody likes the Mr. Sniffles. Yes, the Celine Dion Worldwide Tour. Baby, baby. 
I don't know the words. <laughs> when you touch me like that. How funny. How cute. I would love to go to a Celine Dion concert. Same. God. Big Celine fan. Yeah. I really like the name Celine. Celine. You know what? For a film I've seen twice, I think I got a few of those right. I think you did better than me. Yeah. <laughs> For someone who claims to have watched it a million times. Yeah. Do you know what? All my focus was just on Ben's shirtless body. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Yeah, it was a really fun film. It is a classic, quintessential noughties rom-com. This came really highly requested as well. So yeah, I'm glad we did it. I love this film so much. I would love to record another Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey film. If you guys have got any recommendations for us, please let us know because, you know, we'd love to do them for you. Yeah. Also, like, we really appreciate it when you review and give us five stars on apple it really helps people discover us now this is like a film that centers around magazines and the other thing we need to talk about is the design card collaboration we've done with zoe spry zoe spry zoe spry <laughs> that's z-o-e-s-p-r-y dot com <laughs> if you want to get the cards our card collaboration has been featured itself in a lot of magazines so yeah. we don't want to brag but we were in okay recently <laughs> Humble brag. Humble brag. But OK Magazine featured our collaboration with Zoe. Yeah. We've released four new designs based on some more classics. Bridget Jones's Diary, The Devil Wears Prada, and 13 Going on 30, which is obviously incredible. Mm-hmm. So go check those out. They're not to be missed. I feel like that's all our admin. Yeah. So I guess the last thing we should say is go frost yourself. Frost you! <laughs> <laughs>